What's up, guys? Here with me, I have a very good friend of mine, Shaquille Finn, who happens to be, let me see what you got here, uh, N-A-B-F-I-F, North American, Can it, bro, can you just tell me what the fuck that means? You're a boxer. Shaquille Finn's a, a professional boxer, but that's one thing I don't understand is the whole, like, there's so many uh, <laughs> things, like titles, so what, what, is, what is that? So I, well, former, so before COVID, I was the, basically I was the North American uh, champion. So I had, uh, oh, that's I had what the two, NA stands for. Yeah. So North American uh, Boxing Federation. Oh. Um, and then the IBF North American title, I had that and I had the Canadian title. So I was Canadian champion and North American uh, champion. Gotcha. And, uh, so I was ranked in like the top 20 in the world before COVID. Yeah. Before COVID. All right. Yeah. So. It's really sorry for that horrible introduction, Shaq. I that is okay, my man. Got on, but um, oh, good, so good. we got we got Shaq here, guys, and um, we're not talking about boxing, or maybe we will. We'll we'll get into that. Most importantly, um, despite the fact that Shaq is a boxer and an athlete, most importantly, he is a father, and a, if you guys don't see him, uh, he's a black father at that. And I'm a father and I'm, I've been trying for the past two weeks to come up with a, an episode specifically for Father's Day. And I was, it's really hard to talk about this when I'm the only one talking. And then I realized there's not too many um, resources or podcasts um, about dads and dads having a conversation, uh, to other dads and black dads talking to white dads. And so I, re the first person I thought of Shaq was you because, um, not, not, not cause you're black. None of that is just, you are so, <laughs> you are so active on social media throughout the whole pregnancy of uh, your now fiance's uh, pregnancy. And I loved everything about it. And there's a lot of cheesy shit out there on Instagram and like the whole, uh, like there's a lot of cheesiness that goes on with uh, babies and all that shit. For sure. And it could get really overwhelming, especially when it comes to like mothers posting shit about their kid. And like, I don't want to, I don't want to hate on any of you mothers out there, but like, I'm pretty sure your husband's boyfriends or significant others could agree. But ever since you started posting stuff about your kid or even before uh, what his, I don't want to mispronounce his name, Zaire. Exactly. That's perfect. Said it perfectly. I actually recommended yeah. you to name him Nighthawk, but that's on a whole other <laughs> different topic. Um, when you started posting stuff about him, it really hit home to me because I believe Zaire is five months older than my son Landon. Yeah. And uh, so I was, about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of going through it with you in a way. And we started talking a lot more yeah. and I start like we were in, like, it just struck me. And so with that being said, guys, it's really hard to talk about, being a father um at least personally when i'm the only one talking and so i felt that it was very important to have a conversation about what it feels what it's like to be a dad with my good friend Shaq. and um so i wanted to start off by asking you Shaq. um we have a lot in common we happen to have uh we you know we're we're brothers, you know, we come from family. I think I have, I, well, I have a twin brother and another brother and a sister. You have how many siblings? I have. So on my, well, so my mom's side, I have, my mom had five kids. So I'm the oldest. Then it's my sister, Rochelle, my brother, O'Shea, and then my two younger brothers, uh, CJ and Rashawn. And on my dad's side, I have two older sisters. Okay. So that's another thing I want to talk about. We both come from uh, divorced uh, families. And so now that we're fathers and I'm married and you're getting married, 
I've been with Morgan for seven years. You've been with Valerie for They're about the same amount of time, bro. It's like, eight, like, what on, are, like eight years. Yeah. Yeah. What are the odds? Yeah. You know, my <laughs> wedding anniversary is coming up in July. And so I couldn't think of anybody else uh, to talk about what it's like to be a father uh, with you. So I want to, um, I want to talk about our, our background. I want to talk about where, what it was like growing up uh, with literally well, for me, I had, I have two dads. I don't know about you. Yeah. Your, your mom is still with her husband. Yeah. But that's, uh, it's been, I mean, he, they got married. I want to say 10 years ago, nice. say 10 years ago, maybe a little more. I don't want to butcher how long they've been together, but yeah. they've been together for a little bit longer than that, but they've been married for maybe like 10. Okay. Yeah. So um, for me, I was really, it was really, it was a fucking complicated uh, relationship I have with both my dads. So basically, um, like what was growing up, how was my relationship with the father, with, with my two dads? I I'll tell you right now. Um, and it's weird. My mom is literally standing, uh, is upstairs. Uh, I'll tell you right now it was fucked up. Um, yeah. what I mean, fucked up, it was, um, it was a very, it was a very confused time. And I, it was, let's just say I didn't really have uh, the father-like relationship that I always wanted uh, to have. And um, I want to dive in, uh, dive into that a little bit more, but uh, I want to know if that was the same thing with you as well. I mean, so me growing up, like, I rem so like, I can't remember growing up, growing up with my dad being there. So like my dad was uh, with you, us, I think, what, when did he, so, cause he went to jail when I was. Really? Yeah, my pops, my pops. No, I was gonna say, man, I saw a picture of your dad. Yo, your dad looks jacked as fuck, intimidating <laughs> as fuck. No, no, he's, he, yeah, he's a, he's a, like, he, he was the personal trainer. So obviously after. Oh, really? Okay. He, yeah, after he came out of prison, which he was, he was in jail for a little bit. But he went in jail. So I think I was, I want to say three years old. Like, I'm not 100% sure. And uh, so I don't have, maybe, maybe a little bit older than three. I, I was probably like, maybe like four, almost five. So he, he went into jail? He got out of jail? No, he was in jail. at that. So he, he, he got arrested around that time when I was on like four or five. Wow. And, uh, Yo, yeah, fucking yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not a lot of people know it, but since we're having an open discussion wow man like, uh, are you yeah. okay like once again yeah. I, just, I don't want to cut you off guys uh before me and Shaq uh hopped on to this zoom uh, i asked him if there was anything uh that i shouldn't ask or if there was any boundaries that he has he said absolutely none uh, i've known Shaq since high school and so i didn't really know that so um Wow, that that takes a lot of courage for you to say that. Much respect. Yeah, my, my dad's a, is is a great dude. I mean, like you know, you 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 do things. You're trying to provide for your family in different type of ways. So you know, and then, uh, um, yeah, I mean, that was that was it, really. You know, I don't want to go much in detail about why and what he did, whatever. But you know, he's just trying to provide for his family, and then things happen, and then he uh, he ended up in jail. So I the last memory I have of so i remember my mom brought us to go visit i was a little bit older maybe i was like i was think like eight or nine wow and uh yeah she brought me and my sister and my grandmother r.i.p his mom um we went in to go visit and uh i just remember like going in there giving him a hug and then when we left i was just crying i was like i didn't want to leave you know um mm. it was just like a weird uh a weird thing you know and and then when he got out, my mom had, you know, she was with another guy. She had my little brother, uh, O'Shea, who was no, like, sorry, sorry. My... this guy is, is this, uh, no, that's not, that's not, that's not, um, uh, who she's with. Now. That's not her husband now. Gotcha. Okay. Um, sorry. Yeah. So, um, it's one of my other, my, my, my third youngest brother, basically it's his, uh, his dad, uh, from America and, uh, yeah, so whatever we were living, that's when we were living in the states and stuff like that. So he uh, he was a cool, dude. Oh, you live in the states? Where were you living in the states? I lived in Rochester, New York, for like a little bit. Rochester. I went to school, nice. went to school down there. Yeah, I went to school down there for a little bit. Then I came back to the South Shore, 
then moved to Montreal, went to high school, first two years at St. Henry, then came to Centennial. Yeah. For like my last, uh, my sec three to sec five. Yeah, that's exactly where yeah. we met. Exactly. So, um, wow. But yeah, so uh, yeah, man. So I don't, I don't, I, I don't have a crazy memory of like kid stuff when I was a kid. It was mostly my mom pretty much raising hmm. me and my, my, uh, my siblings, me, me and my sister uh, by pretty much by herself, you know? Um, and then with like help of like maybe like some cousins and aunts and stuff like that, but mostly, uh, mostly just like her doing her thing, you know. So like for a long time it was like Mother's Day and Father's Day was all my mom, you know. So she she uh, she did she did what she had to do to kind of get through, you know. Yeah. So I didn't have the biggest relationship with my dad. I have more of a better relationship now with my dad now that I'm older. So uh, like a really good relationship with him now. And a really good relationship with uh, my uh, my stepfather, so my my mom's husband now. Speaking of mothers, you just said you did everything with your mother. My mother's actually coming in right here. <laughs> Love, Love that. Hey. Okay. Uh. So yeah, text Jeremy. All right. Love you. Sorry. Continue, buddy. No, all good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like I said, I have a great relationship with my dad now, and a great relationship with my uh, my step my stepfather, my uh, my mom's husband. Yeah. So past stuff, I mean, can't really remember much, but definitely now it's a, it's, it's a really good relationship. Okay. Um, I have a feeling this is going to go on for a little bit longer than an hour. Just, just by the way, uh, my, the way this, my podcast is structured, I only make it an hour long. So if it surpasses an hour, if I have a big feeling it's going to surpass an hour, um, I'm just going to, like stop and then we'll get back on it all right sounds good um i sorry you kind of caught me off guard here uh i did not expect that whatsoever <laughs> so okay because first off my dad didn't go to, uh didn't go to jail uh, yeah and i didn't move uh to the states but one thing i do have in common with you was uh is that uh my mom is my rock and i see on your instagram that you are very tight you're very tight with all your brothers by the way all your siblings are you guys uh, are very uh close-knit family and believe it or not so are we yeah so the way i grew up uh was so my dad so i the way i talk uh, the way i i uh differentiate my both dads is my real dad and my stepdad but in theoretically the only reason why i say that is because so people could understand like real dad stepdad if i just say dad dad like people are gonna get confused but give me one sec we're all we're all talking about mothers once again here is another mother grandma what's up grandma what's up justin all right give you a hug <laughs> see you later i'll see you later Beautiful family. Mm. Love you. Love you too. I'll call you right after I'm done. Okay. All right. Okay. See you later. Love you. <laughs> Love that. Um, so basically, I had a stepdad and uh, my real dad. And my real dad, my mom and my real dad divorced when I was, I, I don't know, I think I was like one or two years old. And uh, the story goes is that they went really fucking fast. And they had us uh, twins and they tried to make it work. Didn't fucking work. They divorced. My dad ended up moving to Laval. And so how it happened was my dad's dad, my, my, my grandfather, uh, he lived a couple blocks away from my house where my mom lives. And I grew up with my mom and every weekend I grew up, so you say you don't really remember your childhood with your dad. Um, I had, I remember my childhood vividly. For some reason, I've never, I don't remember my homework growing up in high school, but I remember vivid, like, like clear it, to the point where I know what shirt I was wearing when it comes to memories, That's especially crazy. of my father and my grandfather. So my grandfather would always pick me up and my brother to drive all the way to Laval to see my dad. And uh, my grandfather was a pilot in the war. 
and um, driving to Laval, you pass the airport. And I now I'll, my biggest fondest memories of a man, a male figure in my life was my grandfather because we get stuck in traffic, and we would look at the planes go down, and like we were, there wouldn't even be any traffic. My grandfather would literally. I remember this vividly. He would literally drive incredibly fucking slow to the point where like you, you hit the brakes and like, I'm like, Oh fuck. (laughs) And he's like, Hey, look, look. And cars honking, all that stuff. And it was the, it was the greatest memories. And, um, I would go see my dad and, uh, we would, I would stay home and my dad would go out with my brother playing curling during the winter, I don't know if you knew this. My brother was a really intense curler, uh, curler back in the day. I feel like I feel like I remember this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, during the summer, um, he would go to golf camp, and those are the two sports that I fucking hated. So, um, and that's how it's that was the dynamic. That's what I was born into. And yeah. keep in mind, I had a great. Like we played bait. Like I remember going to baseball games with my dad, the expos. I remember literally playing hide and seek with my brother in the fucking stadium. Cause it was so empty. Yeah. Uh, I remember playing baseball at the park, playing a whole bunch of activities, but the majority uh, of uh, the time was um, I would be stuck at home. With my stepmom, who was awesome, by the way, just by myself waiting for my brother and my dad, to get back and by the time they got back they were he would be tired and it was like all right so that was that was my childhood growing up and then all of a sudden when my grandfather passed away suddenly uh that all stopped my dad came to pick us up almost every weekend yeah a little it, it stopped it stopped happening. It stopped happening as uh, uh, it was less frequent. And my, uh, my dad would only ask, um, cause I stopped going. I didn't want to go anymore. I was like, I, you, all you guys do is fucking play curling and fucking golf. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep in mind at this time, I'm like, maybe my grandfather passed away when I think I was like 10 years old, 11 years old. I was still in the yeah. elementary. And, um, that's when everything went fucking down for me. Um, Cause then my dad would come pick us up and he wouldn't ask me if I want to go. Yeah. Even though I told him that I didn't, I don't feel like going. Yeah. Which at that time for me, I felt cause when you grow up, especially at 11 years old, and I'm sure you can relate, right? Like you're fucking confused. Yeah, for sure. Like I can't imagine when you were going to the prison, like, where the fuck am I? Like, what, what yeah. is this? And it's just, um, I'm a very emotional kid. And I just didn't understand why I felt bad telling my dad that I didn't want to go, but yeah. why I so desperately needed to hear his hear him ask me, do you want to come anyways? But he never did. Mm. and i'll never forget dude like ever since my grandfather passed my relationship with my dad went down because um he's whore he's a horrible communicator got you and this is the only reason why we're fucking doing this right you and i like we're talking yeah. about real hardcore dad shit yeah, yeah for sure what was like i don't want to say i'm the fir- i'm obviously not the first but what was the last time you had a conversation with another man Talking about that shit. <laughs> you, know, but, uh, you know what I mean? No, you're right. I agree. I agree. So, I agree. I with agree. all that being said, yeah. and this is why my mom is my rock. Um, bro, I was so mad. I was fucking mad. And this was one of the reasons why my brother and I, twins, we're twin, bro- we're twin brothers. We had a horrible relationship growing up. Yeah. We were literally black and white. We still are yeah. now. Yeah. And one of the reasons why is that I fucking hated my brother. 
because I always felt growing up that my dad, our dad loved him more than I did, th- yeah. th- than me. Because I didn't connect on this. Cr- I got ADHD, bro. Like you fucking think I'm a 11 year old ADHD kid likes to fucking wait his turn to throw a fucking rock. Yeah. And you have to do it delicately. And you actually think I would have the patience to play golf forget about it. And I tried, I went to golf camp. I went to curling camp just to be with my dad. Fuck it. Didn't work. And yeah. I was like, fuck, I don't want to do it. I want to, I'd rather stay here with my friends or my mom's place. And we never spoke about that. And so I want to talk to, I, I, I want to get your input with like, cause you, your dad was in prison, bro. And yeah. you know, uh, I, I was just reading a, a statistic. Um, I'm going to try and find it right now. Give me one sec. Give me one sec. Uh, this is so in North America. Okay. A study just came out in 2021. A study came out where uh, it was 76%. Okay. 76% of black males. Mm. Okay. Grow up without a father yeah i didn't even know about that yeah and then they said that due to that uh statistic in north america i'm assuming it's probably more in 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 america right because it's much bigger than than canada but then they started saying that boys with uh living in fatherless homes okay have a black boys in fatherless homes okay have a 82% chance of becoming criminals yeah. before they graduate high school. That's crazy. That's and a crazy statistic. So I wanted to get your input on that because Shaq, you're an amazing human being, bro. And I want to <laughs> let you know that from a man to man. And um, I've, I've seen you grow up from sec three. I'm getting a little emotional. Fuck. It's just blaming on the dad hormones, I guess, but it's just, um, uh, you made it. And so just with those statistics alone, uh, you, you made it, you, you hit the lottery, you're healthy. You got a job, you got a roof over your head. You got a beautiful fucking baby and you got a gorgeous soon to be wife. Um, you beat the, like you beat the odds. Right. I appreciate it. I mean, look like the statistics, those stats, I didn't even actually really know. I knew that it was, like that type of stuff was pretty high um, just because, you know, in my family too, it's just, I mean, there's not, I get, I could say there's not many shit. First of all, there's not many in my family. Uh, there's not many, the dads. Are, so my mom is like all my aunts or stuff like that are probably not even with the same guy they had kids with, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it's, it's, it's all different dudes. You know what I'm saying? It's not, or, or a different husband or boyfriend or whatever. So I'm trying to think right now, if any of my aunts are with their, the man they had kids with, and I don't think so. It's you crazy when you take a moment to just think about that. Yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, for the most part, like all my, my, uh, my cousins and stuff that I grew up with, they're, they're like, they're all pretty good, good dudes too. And they have, they have kids and they have a family. So, I mean, you could say that they, they, pretty much beat that stat as well like none of them are in any any criminal shit or whatever or been in jail stuff like that and so i mean um but i mean it is a crazy stat i mean i obviously i think it's a lot more definitely in the states but it can definitely be i'm sure it's all over anyway all over the world well, yo, dude we know we know a couple people we know a couple people that we went to high school with who you know, I'm not, we're obviously yeah, not for drop sure. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Yeah, hundred percent. Gifted athlete, gifted yeah. athletes, and just yeah. like no father. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no, I mean, no, no father figure really to to, to look up to and male maybe, figure. Maybe just yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and and sometimes a mom can only do so much. You know, to to raise a young man, um, to go like the right path. You know, so. Uh, but thankfully, I had um a super strong mom and same, same, same as you, you know, like, uh, direction. And, and I've always had pretty like, um, like even just like older siblings, like uncles and stuff like that, who are kind of 
pointing in the right direction and stuff like that too. You know, when my mom, you know, the things my mom probably couldn't tell me, but they could, they could probably talk to me about, you know? Um, so that definitely helped out a lot. Uh, and, and just like, um, shit coaches and shit. I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure you could attest too. like, I had some great, great coaches in, in terms of football, um, who, who were kind of like, you know, mentors, you know, and kind of kept, I think, I feel like football really, uh, really yeah. helped kind of like, just like, you know, being around like a whole bunch of male dude, like, you know, yep. father figures, you know, where it was kind of, yeah, like men. And, and help you and, and, uh, and guide you and just being with a team and stuff like that too, really helped me kind of, I think, mold me into what I am um, now, you know? With that being said, this is why sports is so important. Um, or I wouldn't say sport. Like obviously, sports. Is he okay? Is that you're okay? Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I'm. 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 He's. He's up now, but I'm. Just, he's. He's just chilling in the crib, so it's good. <laughs> if, if ever, if you want to bring him out, bring him out. Like, no, I, no, he's. He's good. He's good. If he starts like making some noise, I'll go pick him up. But he's. I, I'm gonna. I'm, we're trying to like let him chill by himself. Yeah. Before we try and get up, and he's, you, you'll see. You'll see. Because right, <laughs> yeah, like we're, we're like, like we were. Well, Val mostly. <laughs> we're in a part where we're like. It's like once he's like, we got to go get him. We got to go get him. Even if he's up, like, okay, keep him at, he's basically attached to the hip. So now we're trying to make him be a little bit more, uh, you know, to do his thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Cry out like a little bit if he's crying or if he's up to learn how to play alone, you know? So, yeah. Well, you were, you just said um, about sports. This is, I'll be, I'll tell you this right now. Um, so I was, a very pissed off kid. I felt like I needed, I felt like I was lacking attention and um, I was always a class clown. Uh, I never, and my, for my stepfather, uh, my stepfather, he's Greek and Italian and he comes from a European household where it's like, Hey, like, you know, yeah, no, you know, no nonsense feelings. Like what, what the, what are those? Like, yeah. Like, Hey, like shut that shit down. Yeah. And so I wasn't, I wasn't able to, to voice any of that shit. And this is where my mom came in, where I would, I would, I depended on my mom just so I could cry in front of her. Because gotcha. if I would cry, if I would shed a tear, um, I would feel awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I'll give you an example, dude. Like, fuck the morning, my grandfather passed away. My dad's dad. Um, I've never seen my dad cry. Right. So the morning uh, that my grandfather passed away, my dad woke me up and he's like, hey, um, hey, Coco, wake, uh, wake up. Uh, I think uh, grandpa passed away. I'm like, what? And then he's like, um, get dressed. You're going uh, with Jeremy and Reno, uh, my stepdad, uh, to uh, his karate tournament. I'm like, what the fuck? My brother wasn't with me that week because he had a karate tournament and that Reno was bringing him to. Yeah. Like, I'm like, and I'll never forget, I had Spider-Man fucking uh, wall art all over my room at that time. Yeah. I'll never forget, I was, uh, I was looking in, like, this, I remember this as if it was yesterday. I was looking into Spider-Man, and I remember standing up. I got out of my bed, and I stood right in front of him. My dad left, right? He just told me the news, and he, he fucking bounced. And I was like, I would do anything to switch places with you. Anything. And I was so confused. I didn't cry because no one was crying. Yeah. I had to pack my bags. I was fucking leaving the karate tournament. Yeah. And I hugged my dad. And um, I didn't, like, I was trying so hard not to cry, but I did. But you know those cries when you go like, <laughs> yeah. like that kind of shit? Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. that kind of a crier about it. Because I was trying so hard not to cry. And then all of a sudden, I, I get into this fucking minivan with my, my stepdad. Uh, who I had a horrible relationship growing up uh, as well uh, uh, as of high school. And I was like, and my brother was there. He wasn't crying. Reno wasn't crying. And we're driving, I think like six hours somewhere to cry to tournament. And all of a sudden I'm in a fucking stadium watching my brother just fucking haul ass on a guy. He ends up winning the tournament. He gets his big old trophy. And then I catch myself I catch myself, I catch myself reminding myself like, yo, our grandfather's dead, bro. Yeah. Why isn't anyone crying? Yeah. 
is this normal? Am I fucking weird? Or like, and so I just couldn't wait to see my mom. And so I had to deal with all that shit. And I don't get me wrong. I cry in front of my stepdad. I cry in front of my dad, but it was like, I never got that emotional, um, conciliate, uh, uh, what's a reconciliation, con- like the, 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 I, I, I know what you mean. the console from my mom. Yeah. And I got used to that. And I depended on that dearly because slowly day by like year by year, I was like breaking down, but in school, I was life of the party. Like people who know me now, like you, yeah. know me, like, like I'm loud. The black yeah. girls are loud. We're like, you know, uh, we're, you know, I no, we, for sure. We're always smiling, big yeah. energy. And you just said it right there. Like you said it yourself. Um, if it wasn't for football, you didn't know what you would, you know, you like, thank God no. for football. Thank God for sports. Yeah. Having these figures, these male figures are something to look forward to. And that was me. So just like, uh, I'm rambling on, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just my brother was a world champion in karate. I don't know if you knew that, but he was. I didn't. And uh, for like at a young age, and he was really good at karate. And my stepdad loved that about my brother. My stepdad and my brother had a great relationship growing up. And I had, once again, a horrible relationship with my stepdad. And I played soccer. I, I did a whole bunch of other sports, but I wasn't really spectacular at anything. And um, by the time high school came along, I was a wreck. That's where, you know, high school, uh, for the audience, you know, um, high school shapes you high school, definitely. 100%. And so when I got there, um, right off the bat, I was, I I got put into a class uh, of troublemakers. Literally. I was in a room of like 17 kids and we were all together, by the way, stupidest fucking idea ever to put all the troublemakers in one class. Cause I had, um, uh, Jay, give me one second. Yeah, yeah, do you think? Do you one think? Second, one second, one second. But I'll, I'll, I'll just. I'm literally talking to no one right now. But these are kind of the things that dad's got to do, right? It's just baby's crying. We gotta go tend to him. It's such a weird dynamic. I'm literally talking to myself, but I just don't want to create this awkward silence. But there he is. Uh, all right. Bro, look at this guy. We are here. We are With here. Mr. T haircut. <laughs> wow. All right. So Zaire has joined the conversation because he didn't want to stay in his crib. Gorgeous kid. So, yeah, um, I'm trying to concentrate. This kid is fucking hella cute. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I was by the time I got to high school, well, all, all these things was like I was fucking I can I swear. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you don't you understand shit. Shoot, I, just, I, swear, yeah. <laughs> I swear. I swear it's for the whole time. Uh, it's just <laughs> like I was so out of control, but like a class clown out of control until sports came along. And that was my only. And then when I got into sports, it was like I could be whoever the hell I wanted to be. And I was really good at it. And I loved that identity. And if it gave me like a. Um, it gave me a, a way out from my head and my anger that I had towards like, why doesn't my, why doesn't both my dads fucking love me? You yeah. I mean? And so um, you spoke about football. Uh, I want to know, like, do you have the same, the same thing? Like the, like, do you relate in any way or? Yeah. I mean, if I you want to cut me off, man, cut me off. And like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm listening to your shit. Cause I never really, like I said, I never, I knew you high school. I knew, I knew, I didn't know the, obviously I never knew the Justin before high school, you know, the kid who didn't, uh, you know, who didn't really excel in different kinds of sports and who had a bad relationship with both his dads. I knew the, the Justin, when I'm going to tournaments, like track tournaments, who's just killing shit. Yeah. I, know, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. In, I, yeah so, I'll never forget. So I'll never forget. Uh, there's a yo man, hey Justin, you got you got competition. There's a guy named Shaq, bro. He's from he's from he's from the U. I remember that he's like he's from the U.S. Like he fat. <laughs> I'm like okay, shit. And I don't but, know. like, bro, like like you jumping, you running. I mean, obviously it was you, Doonan and Fisher, 
who are just, you know, wow, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, and I just, I just played football, you know what I'm saying, so I was just like, okay, I'm trying to keep up with you guys, but uh, that's like something, that's the, that's the, that's the Justin that I, that I know, you know, and obviously later on growing up, you know, parties, whatever, just a super, just confident dude, you know, I appreciate so, um, yeah, so hearing about your past, about, you know, stuff you had, like the problems you have your, with your bro, because, you know, obviously me outside looking in, I'm like, okay, you and you and Jay, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy have like a, a good relationship look like, you know. We now do, yeah. Yeah, you know, but when I was, when I've heard that, when I, I didn't even know you guys were brothers until I heard like back in high school, I was like, oh shit, they're brothers? I'm like, yeah, because like, I literally look Mexican next to my brother. Bro. <laughs> I didn't say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's like, he was like, kind of like, Rocky psychotic fuck like yeah. yeah and I always thought he kind of reminded me of like Rocky like Sylvester Stallone type of thing oh, you know like he had, <laughs> we he actually played football one year yeah with, with us at the Packers which is pretty funny that year um but yeah Jeremy's a good dude too so but uh yeah it was it's it's, it's great to hear your background and and then how you're basically persevering and and uh you did that for yourself you know so I'm I'm, I'm happy to hear that but I can definitely relate um you know, obviously me growing up, like I was always into coming to, to in, into sports and stuff like that. But I think once uh, football, I was like, you know, I was I was a good player, but not like a great football player, uh, like good in like, you know, uh, the Packers and went to St. Leonard and then they went to Champlain and, and stuff like that. But obviously I really excelled. I think once I once I started boxing, that's when I really mm. uh, found something that that like I really excelled in, you know, and I didn't think. I was just doing it just to kind of like get some training in, you know, and, and, and it, it kind of made me, uh, that's when I kind of like, okay, I found something that like, uh, I was like, stayed super focused. I had, you know, I, everything that I was doing, like, uh, in terms of just like, uh, working or, or partying, whatever it is, it kind of like, I kind of got more disciplined in what I was doing yeah. in life. You know? And I think that was all because of boxing and, and who the people who were around me in box, you know, like, my coaches and, and, and even just training partners, like, like Chan and whatever. So, um, kind of developed me into like, again, to like mold me into a better, a better human, a better, a better, a better, better man, you know? By the time you got to boxing, um, your father was out, correct? My, no, no. So like when I got to boxing, so when I was, uh, in 2011, when I first started boxing about, so it was like last, it was like my last football season with Champlain and I was looking for a train to do. And my dad's the one who introduced me because I had a decent relationship with my dad at that point. Yeah. Like we were talking something like that. So I was, I was like 20 years old. So um, we were talking, we had a good relationship and, uh, and he actually introduced me to the coach I'm with now. Um, so he introduced me to the Ian. So he had a friend that was training with Ian and uh, I used to go to this, the gym and uh, go to the gym here in the South Shore. And then after later in the day, I would go to the gym where my dad sent me to go meet up with his with his friend that coaches uh, that just coaches, you know, mm -hmm. I used to be a fighter in. And uh, that's kind of how that took off, you know. Wow. OK. And um, yeah, so you you mentioned that by the time you were 20. 2011 you and your dad uh were close can i say yeah, is that yeah no we could definitely say we're we were close because i mean before that there wasn't i can't even say there was wasn't a huge relationship like he would he kind of like i remember there was one one year we kind of got close because i uh <laughs> my mom kind of kicked me out for one summer Damn. and um she's like yo find somewhere to go yeah. so she's like you can go live with your dad so he lived in NDG so I went to his crib and uh I stayed with him for a summer and I, I feel like that was like when I was I think 16 nice and, man that's um, very 16, maybe 17 maybe 16 17 and my mom was like yo you're gonna have to buck up or I'm kicking you basically I'm kicking you the fuck out of this house so um I ended up going to my dad's it was chill I would go to he go to his work so he was working at a gym as a personal trainer in Code St. Luke, and uh, and I learned how to kind of like train people, and he was training me. So yeah, so he started training me, and then I was training. I was playing football, so he was training me for football, and I was learning how to train people too. So I kind of learned how to do that through him, you know. Wow. 
So he kind of gave me that. So we kind of, from like, I was like, I would say like 17, we kind of started bonding a little bit more. That, that, what a sick, what a sick story. See, <laughs> um, you saying that, I wish I had that. Uh, it was all, so it's, it's really weird. The dynamic that I had when it came to sports. So when I felt basically, so I found out uh, about long jump, basically how it happened was I got kicked out of my sec two gym class. Uh, that year I actually failed miserably. I got kicked out of my sec two gym class. Uh, so imagine I'm in sec two. I'm a huge troublemaker at this point. I'm getting in crazy trouble. Yeah. And so I, uh, got brought into, uh, Mr. Bonnenberg's, uh, sec five gym class <laughs> and they were doing track and field. And I just bought these brand new air force ones, crispy white back in the day. Those were fucking fire. You know what sure. I mean? And, and now they are too today. They are fun. too. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I ran in them. I did all these, like, and when it came to sprinting, like I, that's when I realized I was like, Whoa, dude, I'm really like beating all these kids yeah uh, and i was playing what we called ghetto football back in the day it was like basically you get tackled you throw the ball because like no we only had like an hour of recess so like we didn't we don't like you'll know, fuck the plays you know what i mean yeah and so i knew i was fast and then all of a sudden uh, we were doing long jump and i was like i ain't i ain't jumping these white fucking shoes bro like fuck yeah. <laughs> and mr bonnenberg who was known as like the sergeant and the most disciplined like the asshole of the whole school yeah fuck with this guy and he's like yo okay you don't want to do it detention i'm like you know and it was right before lunch so i go to lunch i go to detention and uh, mr bonnenberg throws me the pair of spikes and i came in with an agenda and law and paper and a pen assuming i'm doing lines yeah no we're gonna go do some jumps and then all of a sudden uh i jumped maybe like he asked me what a leg do I kick the soccer ball with? I said, my right. She's like, okay, you're going to jump with your left. Start from there. Make sure you jump with your left and just land. And that's what I did. And he was measuring. He's like, okay, cool. Do it again, 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 again. And then I was like, okay. And then he, and then all of a sudden I jumped after he told me some specific things and uh, he, he measured it. Maybe like 15 jumps later. Uh, He's like, hey, you could go now. And I'm like, like, how yeah, how far is it? Like, I'm fucking jumping. Like, how far is this? And he's like, he goes, uh, six meters. I'm like 15 years old. He goes, yeah. uh, six meters uh 15. I had no idea what the hell that was at the time. Yeah, that's pretty like, well. Oh, is, is that good? <laughs> and then he's like, You're basically he's like, um, and a nonchalant, blunt way, you're five centimeters off from the Quebec title. That's crazy. The Quebec record. <laughs> <laughs> um you are right now quebec's best long jumper and no one knows a damn thing about it because you're too much you're too busy being a dumbass have a good day and then i was like yo he and i'm like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. i'm like what are you like what are you what are you talking about like yeah this rush and i'll yeah. never forget this as soon as he said that i related right away to wow i'm good at something yeah i can't wait to tell my dad's and I'm like, so I grab Bonham. I'm like, yo, like, like, what do I do to, to win this? And then he's yeah. like, meet me after school track practice uh, tomorrow or this week. I'm like, okay. And I go home. And I couldn't wait to tell my mom. And um, I was too, like, I wasn't really talking about my stepdad at the time. Yeah. And uh, so th that's how it all happened. And so here's where the dynamic is kind of weird. I was always afraid of my stepdad. Um, not cause like he would hit me or anything, but he was very, uh, authority, um, he was an imposing figure type of thing. He was an imposing he was figure. Yeah. And he disciplined us. Right. Yeah. Which is nothing wrong with that. No, but sure. like I was a very emotional kid. I was really scared. I'm not really yeah. scared. Like when my mom went to work, it was like, I, I felt like I was walking on eggshells. Yeah. And this is actually the first time I ever said that, but, and Reno, like, understand, like, he, like, it's weird saying this because I've never spoken about this in my life yeah. because no one, because people who know me and my, and my, and my family, like, we're very tight knit. Yeah. And we're very friendly. We're very like, you know, um, so for people hearing this, it's maybe a shock to you. 
And so my mom was very supportive with track and field. Very yeah. supportive. Here's the thing. It was my stepdad, Reno, who brought me to every single track practice, oh, every cool. single practice for every single sports team I made. Every so single, and there were practices. Bonded, eh? There were, there were whole, that's, that's an ironic thing. There were practices where I would have to wake up at five in the morning and he would drop me off at the Tim at the Tim at the coffee shop in Candiac so I could walk to my friend's house just so I could get the training. Yeah. So the bonding, people would assume it would be we're bonding, but um it was like keep in mind at that time, Walkman CD players were uh were were were, were invented. Yeah, so I just have my music on. And I would always sit in back of the of the car because I was too, like, I just felt uncomfortable sitting next to Reno growing no, up. I hear you. Because I was always, keep in mind, I was always in trouble. So I was always giving a run. I was always, you know, like, my mom, like, fuck, what did he do now? Like, I was in serious, like, I was a fuck. I got suspended for a week for be, uh, pretending to be a special needs person. Can't say the R word, <laughs> but I literally acted like i had down syndrome back in the day yeah and i got suspended so it's like when i would when i would go to practice it's like i know i'm gonna get it from my stepdad if i'm yeah so i did that and um some of the trips were were fun but he was always the one that, that participated in being uh drive uh to, to drive uh all my teammates to practices and all that stuff do you need a moment with uh no, no, I'm, ta- I'm sure? listening okay. to you. you, you yeah, let me know. for sure. We're good. We're good. So it's just the dynamic was really weird because when he was, all my friends loved Reno. All my friends loved my stepdad growing up. Is that, so um, that's D- Danny's pops? That's Danny's pops, exactly. Got you. And my got sister's you. dad. Okay, got you. Got, you, right. got you. And um, I'm 31 years old now, and I'm here to say if it wasn't for Reno, um, I wouldn't have been the athlete that I was. And I, I could say that a million times over because it, it was him. It was all him who told me to everything. I'll never forget. I was so messed up, messed up. I was such a troublemaker. Like I got kicked out of every single day camp, uh, summer camp in the school because I kept cutting off girls' ponytails. <laughs> Yo, bro. <laughs> You're a, you were a menace, bro. So, <laughs> and so this is why I have such a tight knit with PEI. My mom is from PEI. Yeah. My dad, Reno, would drive, uh, would drive to PEI, 12 hours, just me and him to drop me off. And the next day he would drive back. Oh shit. The best memories I have with him are in that or or is that is that are those car rides. That's a, the reason why I have such a tight knit with PEI. That's the reason why I love PEI. Yeah. Because of him. Um so, and it only, my relationship with my father, my stepfather blossomed as soon as I moved out of, uh, of my house. As soon as I got my license, it was over. Like I was not talkative to my dad, to yeah. both my real dad and, uh, uh Richard and Reno. Yeah. Um, I was independent, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was, I mean, you had a car, you're just, you know, do your exactly. Thing. And so. Um, it was only until I, I moved out of my uh, the house and I met Morgan where me and him started getting a lot closer. Matter of fact, ever since Landon was born, no, ever since Morgan came into my life, uh, Reno got a lot closer with me. Here's the thing. He never apologized for anything. He never, we never discussed anything. It's just, I don't know, I guess like just a month ago, he, te- he, he called me asking how I was. He's never done that ever before. Oh, shit. Right. Um, so well, ch- ch- I mean, I guess you guys listen a little bit. Better. I mean, children and all that kind of stuff definitely soften, right? Some, yeah, they soften men a little bit, you know. So, let's like, talk about this. Let's talk about so you have Zaire right now, yeah. What, what, you know, clearly you had a uh, very unique uh, upbringing with your with. with <laughs> <laughs> with dads um what's it, what is it like now uh you know you know what it's, it's it's like my dad has always been a hard dude 
but I think when I when I when he's with him, it's like he's like a he he's like a freaking gentle like giant. You know what I'm saying? Like it's uh it's crazy to see him like he's like super lovey dove. You know? I'm like, bro, man up. <laughs> nah, but for like it, it like you definitely see what kids can do to um you know those type of male figures in your life. You know, like my even same thing with my stepdad. My stepdad's like. He's like, he's kind of like more like my homie than anything. Cause he's like, he's like, he's a lot younger than my mom. My mom, you know, he's, he's, um, but he's like cool as fuck. Like he's always been like, like kind of like more of my older brother than my stepdad. I kind of say it was kind of weird to say that, but, but, um, but uh, yeah, cause he's not that much. I mean, how I would say like, he's like maybe 10 years older than I am. So yeah. So, I mean, like he, uh, even when he sees the baby or when he had, cause he had kids, he had my, my youngest brothers are, is one is going to be 16. So one is 15 and one is 12. Wow. So, yeah, exactly. CJ and Rashawn. Um, so yeah, they, they're, they're basically like, you know, my mom had him like super after me, you know? And then, so, I mean, even him, when he, once he had, his kids, my brothers, like you could tell, like he was just a little more, you know, that's what kids do to you to kind of, you know, melt you a little bit, you know? And I, so I feel like it did with, chill. <laughs> that's what it did with my dad and uh, and my stepfather as well. And just any any person I see, any male I see who I've known before, maybe who was a little bit more, you could say like macho or whatever, or or more alpha male type of thing. And then once you have kids, it kind of changes you a little bit for the for the, for the the better, I believe. So I feel like that's what happened with um, with uh, with my dad, you know, because he's always been so uh, he's always been soft spoken, but he's always been hard, you know. So um, once I put him in his arms, it's like a totally different person. So I, I can kind of I'm thinking with Reno, um, you know, him asking how you're doing and stuff like that, trying to see like, you know, because he knows what it is to be a dad too, you know. So he's he's still been a part of your life for. Um, a very long time yeah you know? you know almost 30 years i guess right so literally since i was like i think three years old there you go so i mean you know i there's definitely some <laughs> if we <laughs> if, if we need yeah. to uh cut this short we'll cut the short no no he's he's honestly he's like he just woke up so he's like in a play mood now and he's watching your face all the time and you have like a grin so he's like Super I got happy. a big ass. I got a big ass head too. So yeah. <laughs> now he's used to it. Trust me, he's, he sees my head all the day. So <laughs> it's funny that you um, you just said you know kids soften you up, like soften men up, and you know I've asked so many people that, and um, it's just uh, now that I'm a dad, uh, ever since um, I got you know, ever since Morgan was pregnant. Um, my appreciation for um, Reno yeah, um, has skyrocketed because here's the thing now that I'm looking and I want to talk about a little bit about stepfathers, right? Like, yeah, um, and, and you got to, yeah, well, you're I'm probably, we're probably going to say the same thing. You just got to think that this guy's taking on somebody exactly. else's kid, right? Yeah. So my, like, I'll, I'll be, I'll be straight up honest, bro. I love my wife. Like yeah. I love Morgan more than yeah. anything in this world, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yo, you got twin boys, bro. Like, yeah. see ya. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, hit it and quit it. I'm out of this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> bro, like, no, nah, I hear you, bro. Nah, nah. I you hear you. Mean? And my dad made, like, my dad, Reno made it work. And they had, uh, they had Kayla. And then Reno found out that he had a son, my brother, Danny. Yeah. From his ex-girlfriend who ended up going batshit crazy and literally hid Danny from Reno uh, (laughs) for uh, like two years. Oh, fuck. And then all of a sudden we have to play fucking family. Yeah. When you're growing up, when you're a little kid, you don't pay attention. You don't know these things. So I'm looking back at it now and it's like, man, maybe that's why you're so close close like you were so closed in and keep in mind reno is the soul my mom worked uh she was a waitress at delta whatever and she quit to become a therapist in a rehab center yeah and reno started off at a door-to-door salesman selling photocopiers 
And he got us out of the hood in LaSalle. He, <laughs> he, he brought us into the suburbs uh, on the South shore. We had a pool. We had summer vacations. We had like, I had, a, we, despite all, despite the emotional disconnection that I wish I, uh, the, the emotional disconnection I, that I grew up with, um, fuck, I had a great life. Yeah. And I'm saying this now because, you know, my mom is, pro- our moms might listen to this. I don't know, but I know my mom will. And my mom is very hard on herself. So mom, I know you're going to be listening to this. Like mom, like I had a great fucking life. Yeah. And you are the reason why you are who I am today. And um, to fast forward and to speak for my real dad and our 31 year old man, I think I count on uh, 10, 10, uh, 10 hands, uh, two hands, the amount of times he came to my track competitions. And it's just like, I wish looking back at it now, I wish I had that male figure to talk to me about sportsmanship. Yeah. Talk to me about love. Talk to me about feelings. Talk to me about like, you know, sexual feeling. Like, yo, bro, my first date was in grade three. Like, I was a very sexually active kid. I'll never forget this. Like, <laughs> but it was myself it, too. I hear you. It was my mom. <laughs> yeah. Who spoke to me about these things. And hey. I'm not saying our moms it, like, are simple, mom, bro. I'm not saying moms shouldn't be talking to boys yeah. about feelings, but it's like, yo, like. Where's my, you know, where's pops? And this is now going back, like, you know, Zaire's right in front of you, <laughs> like Landon's upstairs. It's like, yo, Landon, like you think, like, hopefully if he, if this month, if this guy has red hair, I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, <laughs> but it's just like, 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 obviously I don't give a shit if he's gay. I don't give a shit. Like, regardless, love is love. Like, I hear you his dad is going to be talking about feelings and emotions shit. I hear you, bro. And it's like, yo, and like, you know, like, uh, you know, kids are going to be rebellious. Teenagers are always rebellious. And it's like, yo, Lana, you think you're a badass? Like, bro, like, you know who the yeah. fuck that is, bro? You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, I wish I had those moments with my, with both dads. Yeah. And yes, I had a couple here and there, but it was always my mom. Yeah. So shout out to all those single moms out there, 100%. And most right. importantly, uh, to the single dads uh, who have to play uh, the, the, the roles of mothers, right? Uh, so now that we're like, we're fast forward, like, so Landon's born and immediately everyone asks, everyone asks us, right? Like what type of father are you going to be? Yeah. Like, what are your plans? And it's like, so <laughs> what were your plans? So look, I, I got, you know, we got a, we had a couple of our uh, listeners, our audience asking yeah. us a couple questions. Um, what was it? Uh, what kind of father are you going to be? That's one of the questions. Uh, what kind of father? I mean, Look, um, right now, the, the only thing I can say, I, I'm going to try to do, I'm trying to go, uh, I'm going to try to go above and beyond. I know it's a thing that, you know, you always try to say for your kids, but I really am going to try to go above and beyond to teach him the right way to, to be whatever and whatever he wants to do in life. I want to make sure he's able to do it. Uh, I want him to grow up having um, no real problems of any type of struggle, struggle like that, you know, like I want them to be good, you know, like, um, because I know, I know what it is to, to, to grow up, you know, not in the best circumstances financially. Um, uh, you know, so like, I'm happy now that like, same thing with you, like you have your house, I have my, 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 my house now. So I'm happy that I can, you know, he's growing up in the house. And, um, so, and I just want him to have like the, the best life possible. So I just want to be the best dad I can possibly have. What kind of dad I'm going to be? I'm just going to be the best dad I can be for, for, for Zaire. That, like, I find, I really want you, uh, like, obviously there's a huge, uh, you know, with the listeners who are listening to this, like, I'm clearly a little bit more emotional when I speak. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, you're not whatever, but... Um, uh so when landon was born and immediately asked, so i'll answer this question like what kind of father are you going to be 
And I always, right away, the first answer I thought, I thought about was, um, I'm going to be the dad I wish I had. Mm. And when I said that to Morgan, Morgan was like really blown away by that. And, um, I felt it was normal because I, and I don't want to sound like, as if I don't want to like talk shit about my, my two dads. Like they were, uh, they're amazing. They are, but it, I, I had to, it took me literally 31 years of my life to understand just how hard it is to open up for their generation to, to talk about these emotions. Cause back yeah. in the day, they didn't have any of this shit. They didn't have, no, I mean, and they didn't have, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think it stems from even their, their dads, you know, their exactly. dads, dads. I mean, nobody was really talking about no, nothing emotional between men because you had to feel like you were like, you know, you know, like you're a man, men don't cry. Men don't do this. Men don't show fear. You don't get scared. You don't do all this stuff. So, I mean, look, um, so now we have to pass that on to our children. So I'm able to have talks with you about, you know, having different emotions, whatever, like how I felt when we were talking about how you felt in the delivery room when, uh, when giving birth, whatever, and how does it feel to have a kid and what type of dad you're going to be. And, and you can kind of, you know, you know, you look at your son, you're like, fuck, you see, it's like your whole world, you know, like, I'm, like my dad's not, my dad's never telling me these things. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. his dad probably never told him how exactly, he felt. So I want to, you know, we got to, you know, we got to change the narrative and you know, it's, okay yeah, to, it's okay to be in tune with your fucking emotions. Yes. And not fucking be, have this fucking hard ass shield over your name. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be able to talk and you, be like this and emotionally available and emotionally open, you know? You, you I, I couldn't have said it better myself. And you just said it, change the narrative. Like, and, yeah. like from our grandparents and our great grandparents. Like, I think it's it, like, think about it. it it's, it, it's instinctual. Like from literally from the hunter gatherer days from our ancestors, women were the ones who would raise the kids and the men would go out and risk their lives yeah. and kill the, the, you know, the lions, the mammoths and bring them home and, you know, provide for our family. And I feel like, it stems from that. And, you know, now with social media, like, like our kids, like I'm, I'm a little worried for our kids. You know what I mean? Like for, um, I can't believe I'm fucking saying that. I sound like a, you know, like a, a Karen, like a male version of a Karen, but it's true. It's like, there's so many sources out there, resources where you could just be literally who the hell you want to be. You can be That's whatever right, the hell man. you want to be. That's true. And when I was in track and field, I was a fucking champion. No one knew what was going on in my head. Just like how you box, like you were viewed as a champion, right? And this is where having a male role model in your life to talk man to man, boy, like son to dad, father of like, just asking, hey, like everything okay, man? It's just, hey, I love you. We're yeah. just, hey, like, you know, make the right decisions, make the right choices, and just, just fucking talk. Basically, yeah. literally, just fucking talk. And yeah. if there's one thing that I'm going to, and here's the other thing, like everyone, and this is one thing that pisses me off. I'm sure that you will relate to this. It's like you say what you're gonna prioritize when you raise a kid and like as as a as a couple and then they all say just wait just wait it's (laughs) harder it's like fuck you dude and like the people i work with they're like in their 40s 50s and shit yeah older dude yeah and it's like nah man like this is how it's gonna be the way i work with my wife it's communication that's it like obviously much more but we we pride ourselves on communication you see it on my Instagram, right? Like yeah. I talk to her like she's my best friend. And so you and Val too, you guys are hilarious as well. But it's like communication is key. No, it really is. And if you, could, if you could get communication through a, a male, through a man, you know, it like, especially like it just, it just starts off our child or the next generation on the right track. 
I agree. And who knows what the fuck is going to happen to our kids? Uh, like, God forbid anything bad happens. You never know. But like, you know, for a f- I know for a fact as a man, like I was there, I annoyed the fuck out of him constantly asking him if he's okay or hey i'm there for you bud like i don't care my mom was fucking annoying growing up hella annoying but as a 31 year old man i know my mom was always there asking if i was okay yeah and if we could us fathers if we could do more of that that would be that would move mountains for the next generation because i agree 100 bro kids need more male role models we fathers need to be more emotionally available for our children yeah i agree i agree and i have to hit it home with that um so look this zaire is getting a little uh jumpy i could hear landon crying upstairs (laughs) are you available tomorrow to uh talk fast fast if not we'll we'll sit down tomorrow tomorrow uh tomorrow is what saturday hey look dude if we can um, if it can happen i we'll can definitely talk. i could i could, we, we could definitely talk tomorrow for sure yeah i, get, hey, look. I could definitely talk tomorrow like uh afternoon this after all right so look um because we're going off on a little bit of uh, uh we are about to hit uh, the hour mark and uh, we have we only hit one question right um i would like to talk to you again uh, part two yeah podcast part two uh tomorrow or sometime yeah. this uh next week or preferably tomorrow since father's yeah we can get on father's for sure yeah and we can tackle all work. the um, all the questions uh that uh my followers asked and i don't know if you had any followers i had a couple i had some questions as well all right perfect so look um that was a really great talk dude i really look, appreciate that i enjoyed it as well man Dang. All right. So look, uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. You take care of see dads. These are kind of things that we have to, <laughs> one of the questions, like, how do you like the adjustment? Well, this is one of the fucking adjustments right here. Right? You gotta this shit short. When, so especially look, when, when mommy's not home or nobody's home with us, you gotta, you gotta do these type of things, you know? So oh yeah, dude. So yeah. basically Val, if you're listening, this is all your fault. We're canceling, uh, all because you're not joking. We love you. All right. So look, um, We'll just, uh, I'll text you about the time and uh, we'll, we'll set something up for tomorrow. Perfect, bro. All right, take it easy, brother. All right, peace.